The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Talent Jenkins, joined by their hosts. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing today? Doing pretty good. You know, we had a had a weird night of hockey on Tuesday with a few uh, big favorites that are losing, but beautiful day here in Philadelphia today. I think almost up to 70 degrees, so got some fresh air. Ready to get back on track for this Thursday slate. Well, I, uh, I attempted fate and teased the gods because... Uh, all that talk about that cross-country skier with that unfortunate accident. Um, <laughs> it's been a huge cold front coming into Vancouver. So now I'm literally wearing multiple layers. Uh, so it's, it's, it's all my fault, I guess. But uh, fortunately, <laughs> nothing's bad happened yet. Ryan, I got to ask, what's 70 degrees in real people temperature? Uh, I, w- I was going to try to look that up be, uh, before the show. <laughs> uh, 21. 21 degrees it's not fucking 21 degrees celsius in philadelphia it was right now. it was today and then tomorrow what? it's supposed to get down Do you know to, how hot that is it's supposed to get down to uh close to freezing tomorrow so okay okay one second i gotta look this up here it's currently minus seven in toronto so there's no way it's 21 degrees in philadelphia it's right now it's 63 it does say 20 are you kidding me yeah it's a, it's a nice day out today. Oh my goodness, that, that's absolutely insane! I can't even fathom that. I was so cold coming home from work, drinking a beer today. Uh, okay, before we get going here, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be. We got NBA picks going on, NHL picks going on, uh, March Madness right around the corner. Man, so excited for that! It could be a lot of fun. Like I always say, I'm not really a big basketball guy. I enjoy gambling a little bit on college hoops, though, so I'm looking out for all the uh, cool information articles that will be set there. Uh, yeah, go check out Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Try to make some money, man, especially golf. Golf's right around the corner, too. Uh, what else do we got? MMA going on. All the good shits there, man. Check out the website. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group, Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey channel. It was pumping last night. Yo, it was good to see everybody chiming in. And, as always, couple of familiar face or new faces man familiar faces too but a couple of new faces always good to see so get your ass in the slack group if you're not in there yet join it man it's a good time that's the place to be a lot of fun yeah the hockey channel was going off last night going off today everyone throwing throwing their picks in throwing in their thoughts it was always good to get a nice brainstorm going we had the usfl live stream going on last night that was that was that was great continue to check that out on the website you know make sure you uh we 
subscribe and follow to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, it's sg.pn slash hockey. For Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Saw a lot, lot of uh, downloads for last show, so we're, we're liking the direction it's going. And we may even have a review for the end of the show here. Oh, spicy meatball. I love that. Um, all right, guys, we'll jump into our uh, last show's Mortal Locks uh, dogs total discussion here. Uh, boys, I'll kick things off. I was uh, I was pretty happy with what I got here. For my lock, I had Anaheim Moneyline versus San Jose, minus 150. Quack, quack. I fell asleep for that game, but I believe the Ducks won in a shootout or overtime. One of the two. Either way, it went over, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for my dog, boys, gentlemen, what did I say? What the hell did I say, okay? If you have a cat game, Nashville Predators, they're saber-tooth tigers. Nashville versus the Florida Panthers, if there's a cat game, you don't be a pussy, you take the dog. It paid off. Nashville one five three. Preds on the fucking money line, plus 170. That was a big hit for me. Uh, for my total, I kind of... I wanted to make a big stink about this. I'm not gonna. I had Toronto Columbus under 6.5 minus 110. By the time I went to bet it on game day, the line moved to seven, which is insane. But it, so it should have been a push. It wasn't. I'll take the L under 6.5. The game went uh, to OT on a controversial Jason Spezza kick in goal. Joel brought it up earlier when we were talking. It's like, well, shit, if I missed my under, the least the Leafs could have done is one for me in overtime. They didn't. That sucked. But what can you do? So I missed on that. Yeah, for me, it was another uh, pretty bad show here. I had the Panthers in regulation against the Predators. They had a uh, 1-0 lead, went up 3-1 in the, in the second, went up 4-3 in the third, and just completely fell apart in a, in a 6-4 loss there, giving up a shorthanded goal to tie it and then a power play goal for the Predators to take the lead. Uh, my dog, I had the Leafs uh, puck line, plus 130. They couldn't even win. And then for my total, I had Blues Flyers over six. A lot of chances. Flyers had had a few posts here and there. Blues added a few empty netters to make it 4-1, but could not get that sixth or seventh goal. So another 0-3 show for me. Uh, yeah, uh, Tom mentioned the Leafs there. That was my lock. Uh, miserable performance by them. That first period, they were just total trash. I wasn't actually watching, but you can see in the box score, they were not carrying the play at all. Um you know, you you know you're gonna lose some games when you're a big favorite against a bad team in the middle of the season, you know. But uh losing two in a row, that that's not something I saw happening. I thought that they'd be good enough at least to get up for this one against the blue jackets, but uh yeah, Tavares' struggles continue and uh yeah, that was a really lifeless game from them. So I was really pissed off about that because I had a lot on it, like I said last show. But fortunately, the night games made up for it. My dog was the Islanders puck line, minus one and a half, plus 180. Easy win over the Kraken. The Kraken looked uh, even more lifeless than the Leafs. Um, <laughs> and uh, my total was the Sharks, Ducks over five and a half. I was kind of heavy on this one as well. And that was an easy winner. I think three goals in the first. And uh, goals was carried on from there. Um, yeah, good to see uh, my guy, Zeger, score a shootout goal. And I think he had another assist at least. So, yeah, he's carrying on. All right, boys, that covers that. Uh, we jumped in, or I guess we should say where we did that day. I was plus 2.03, making a little comeback here, boys. Look out. We'll get to the totals later in the show. Uh, Ryan was a minus four. That hurts. Uh, Joel plus 106, yo. So gradually we're trying to make some steps there. Hopefully we can uh, make things a bit closer coming into the year. Uh, all right. Well, 0.6. Don't give me an extra unit there. <laughs> okay. What did I say? 0. 0.6? 0, I, I guess. Oh. I think you said 106. I don't fucking yeah. know. Who knows what I'm saying? 
Uh, <laughs> moving down here, boys, we got some NHL news discussion topics. Not a lot has came out since, you know, we recorded two days ago, but there's been a couple things. Uh, unexpectedly, and I think this caught a lot of people off guard here, Nathan McKinnon is expected to miss tonight's game against Detroit with a lower body, lower body injury. Uh, from the report that I read, it says it's been nagging for a while and it's not getting better. So it's not a great look. With that being said, like Colorado sitting pretty, you know, pretty well. They're sitting pretty in the playoff position here. They should be okay in the West. Uh, maybe give Nate Dog a week or so off, you know, let him kind of recover. What do you guys think? Yeah, let, let him uh, take some time off, get the uh, price tag ra- raised a bit up for uh, Claude Giroux and help him out there if McKinnon <laughs> can't play. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough loss for the Avs. We've seen them win without him. I mean, they're still one of the best top teams in the league, if not the best. So they got enough enough firepower there. Mika Rantanen in, Gabe Landeskog. People are saying Kale McCarr may be the best player in that team anyway. So some goaltending issues, but um, they're, they're deep enough to kind of make up for that. People, you mean me. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. McKinnon is still the best player, but McCarr is the more important player. There's a difference, a subtle difference. Uh, but as for this, McKinnon, yeah, yeah, it's uh, good to rest him now for the playoffs because uh, the Avs should get the number one spot in the West with or without him. But this makes sense um, given the way he's played the last few weeks. Not exactly his best. Plus, he's he's had a bit of a bit of a temper the last uh, couple of weeks too. So he's probably frustrated, <laughs> you know, like slashing the linesman and all that. Uh, yeah, getting hit by Hall didn't hurt, and then uh, taking it out on uh, a couple of the players. There was that that one uh, borderline call, which is totally fair. I don't remember who he hit, but uh, the Twitter, I'm sure, was all upset about it. But, uh, yeah, it's not the end of the world here. As long as he's good for the playoffs, we're good to go. Well, that's it. You got time. Use it if you're uh, if you're feeling a little ill will. Like a team, if you're okay, if you're a contending team trying to kind of battle for a playoff spot or for positioning, yeah, you want him playing. But like right now, man. The Avs can afford him. Get better. All that matters is playoffs. Could they pull a uh, Golden Knights? Put him on the LTIR. Bring no, in someone like Giroux not, and uh, not wait for the, the entire not for the entire season, man. Yeah. They still got like thirty games uh, to play. Joe Sackick, forty chess here. They have, they have <laughs> I mean, they have the Central pretty much locked up. They're ten points ahead of St. Louis. Yeah, but you want Nate Dog playing, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving down here. Uh, there's been a bit of news a bit of rumblings out of uh, arizona camp obviously we know jacob uh, chikrin's probably going to be traded before the trade deadline or at the trade deadline uh some front runners we have that have been coming out are florida panthers boston bruins and calgary flames uh i think all these teams can actually benefit from having a solid uh two-way puck moving defenseman like chikrin on the lineup with some offensive capabilities i don't know boys i like the panthers would be fucking deadly if they managed to add this guy eh yeah, if the Panthers make like any additions at the deadline, which they're, I think they're gonna have a few sneaky ads there, they're gonna be even better than they already are. But like this, this whole chicken situation is making me feel like it's been going on for so long that it's just not even gonna happen at the at the deadline. Because teams, when they're trading that kind of player, might kind of want to wait for the off season to kind of get a better package back for them with with teams trying to reshape their roster for next season. But you could see you could see the Panthers go for him. I think I saw the Leafs maybe interested. I'm not sure what a trade like that would look like, but. The Leafs could definitely use some defensemen. So, yeah, Chickering's a, a big piece that one of these contenders could add. Right. The Panthers make the most sense. They've been linked to him for a while now. Um, I'm not sure if the Bruins are a good fit. They need someone bigger and stronger that, that match their identity. I think they have enough uh, puck-moving defensemen. But the Flames, I think, is the best fit of all these these three listed here. Um, they need more, more skill on the back end. Um, you have enough physicality up front to make up for maybe a lack of size in the DN. 
So uh, getting chicken in there, feeding the puck to the first line would be, uh, yeah, beautiful to watch unless you're playing against them. But yeah, for me, Flames would be the most sensible here. But yeah, who knows? We're still we're still ways away. But yeah, it's interesting player. He hasn't had the best year, but I'm sure once it gets on a contender, it'll pick up his game a bit. Ryan brought up a good point there. Like, uh, there's not really a rush to trade this guy. I think he still has like two years or three years after this year left on his contract. So Arizona's probably going to wait until they can get the best package. I believe what I heard asking price is like a four-piece trade between picks and prospects. Maybe a lot of these teams aren't willing to kind of, you know, trade that all away. But it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out come uh, deadline day. Uh, Moving down to our last piece here, boys. Some more Arizona, potential Boston news as well. There's a couple rumors floating around that the Bruins are interested in bringing back Phil Kessel. I don't know, boys. Get some more offense. Like, I get it. At this point, if you're Boston, you're like, hey, we need goaltending. Defensively, we're fine. Maybe it'll be hard to get goaltending. But what's the uh, what's the old saying? The best defense is a six-goal fucking lead. Bruins being back Phil Kessel. That'd be absolutely incredible. I hate Boston. I love Phil. It would be fun to see, you know? It'd be a great like full circle thing for him to go back there now as as a veteran that he is. But I mean, they have the talent on the wings. They have Marchand, Hall, Pasternak. DeBrusque is decent enough. But I mean, I think what they need is what Joel brought up before. They they need help on defense. They need someone that's big and strong, or they need a center. They still have Eric Halla as their second line center. If if Kessel was like a, a guy that could play center and wing, maybe I, I would think it's more of an option. But yeah, it would it would be fun to see. But I don't think it's too realistic. Right, yeah, he'd be he'd be helpful on the power play for sure, but they've already got a strong enough PP one. Uh, maybe put him on the second one. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Uh, as long as it's not a frozen PP one. Yeah, yeah that was just <laughs> teeing you up there. Um, yeah, this would be fun to see. I'd rather uh, get Boston with uh, Link Boston with Kessel rather than uh, Chikrin, to be honest. First of all, he'd be a lot cheaper. And second of all, yeah, they do need a little bit more scoring uh, because their goaltending is not getting better. So, uh, yeah, they need to match tit for tat and get a few more goals. And that's how you uh, protect your goalie the most, I guess. So that if you can't get a defense going, then you just have, to, <laughs> they just have to match them on the other end. Kessel is on an expiring deal, boys, after this year, too. So it's not like the cap would be too big of an issue as long as they could fit him in for the time being. It'd be fun to see. Who knows? Did you guys hear that WinBet has a massive college basketball contest? The grand prize winner will receive a reserved seating area for four seats at the world-renowned Win Las Vegas Race and Sportsbook for the early round action of the college basketball tournament on Thursday, March 17th and Friday, March 18th, as well as two rooms at Win Las Vegas for a two-night stay. In addition, they will be awarded with $1,000 in free bets on WinBet. Any WinBet patron that places a minimum $25 wager on college basketball during the promotional period will become eligible for the prize, and players can take advantage of the offer immediately. There is no limit to the number of entries that a patron can receive into the grand prize drawing. For example, if a patron wagers $1,000 on college basketball during the promotional period, they will receive 40 entries. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are available at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. 
That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. All right, gentlemen, that pretty much covers up all of our news here. Boys, we got an eight-game slate on Thursday, and there's a couple decent games in the mix. What do you say? Are we fucking ready to go here or what? Let's do it. Right on. We'll kick things off here. The slate is for February the 24th. It is a Thursday. First game on the docket. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida at the 7 p.m. time slot. Uh, Columbus money line paying off plus 290. Florida on the money line minus 380. Holy shit, what a favorite. Uh, Florida on the puck line paying off minus 160. Wow. Over under currently sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Ryan, why don't you get us started the show, buddy? What do we got? You know, my Panthers hurt me last show with the couldn't get it done against uh, Big Save Dave. It wasn't even Soros and Net for the Predators. When I saw when I saw it wasn't him, I was so much more confident in my locket. They still let me down. But I think you kind of have to go back to them here. They've already beaten the Blue Jackets 9-2 and 8-4 this, this calendar year. Those were, those were two huge games for them. They've scored four or more goals in the last four meetings, uh, 8 of 10 overall, including last season. They scored four more goals in three straight and 32 of 51 this season, including five or more goals in 22 games. So I was looking at the team total over three and a half, but that was still like minus 200. So I'm, I'm looking possibly at over four and a half at plus 105, if you think that. But I think the better play here is the over six and a half at minus 130. That's definitely going to go up to seven before puck drop. So if you can find a six and a half, get that unless you would rather have even money or shorter odds on over seven, just because these teams have both been playing a lot of high-scoring games recently. Uh, Blue Jackets have had four straight overs in nine of their past ten. Panthers have had three straight, six of seven, and eight of ten. And I also do like the first period over one and a half. It's hit in eight of the past ten Panthers games, six of the past ten Blue Jackets games, with uh, 27 total goals and 31 total goals for those two. So I like the first period over one and a half. I like the over, and I like the Florida Panthers team total over. This game total is already at seven at several spots. So if you like the over, then you bet it early because it's only going to go one way. Nobody's going to be betting the under here, at least not until right before puck drop and get the best number that way. But as for the game, um, yeah, the Jackets, they just beat the Leafs. Big game there. Panthers lost to the Predators. Uh, Narrative Street tells you it's, it's the bounce back spot for the Panthers, letdown spot for the Jackets. So 
that's for Alien as well. Just a much better team. Uh, this is this is primed to be a shootout. I mean, especially if Merzlikens isn't good to go and we get good old Brube back in net. Uh, not that Merzlikens is, is anything special this year either. So either way, there's going to be goals in this one. And in a shootout, you always trust the Panthers. They just got uh, basically three full lines of deadly, deadly scores. Um, and of course, Barkov could just take over a game on his own. Um, so yeah, yeah, there, there's only one way to look here. That's the Panthers, however you want to play them. Over four and a half at plus money is actually a decent play, I think. Um, but I'd probably be heavier just on the total altogether because uh, the Jackets have proven they can go toe-to-toe with the best of them and score a few themselves, even if they end up losing by four goals. So, uh, yeah, all over the over here. Yeah, I think based off the numbers, like odd lines, if you had to make a play here, the over is definitely it at 6.5, paying off minus 130, probably seven at some points, probably be better up to seven as well. Um, if you are looking for money, though, man, like maybe like a total game shots on goal total, like Florida's registering or currently sitting at first in the NHL for shots per game. And uh, Columbus is last for shots on goal allowed. So it'll probably be sitting at like maybe like 62 and a half or something like that. But I don't hate it, man. Like Florida's going to get shots on net. You get guys like line a on a Columbus uh, they'll come down, probably get a couple themselves, right? So I don't hate that. It's tough trying to find some money here, right? So the over, maybe dabble the puck line. It's probably going to hit. Should be an easy payout too, but it's not paying off too much. But I like that uh, total shots on goal pick as well. Uh, moving down here, boys, to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the, oh, fuck, what a good game we got here. I love this. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, Minnesota money line paying off plus 135. Toronto money line minus 160. Over under currently sitting at 6.5. Both over under paying off minus 110. Boys, uh, so okay, Minnesota's a great team. Don't get me wrong. They're absolutely fantastic. They've been good this year. You know, they've had a couple big wins. I like them. Good road record too. Decent, I guess. 15, 10, and 2. I love the Leafs here. I feel like this number would be bigger if the fact that the Leafs haven't shit the bed the past couple games. Minus 160. They're playing at home in the fucking big smoke. I love the Leafs on the money line. Uh, over under? I'm going to keep betting Leafs under, man. I don't give a shit. I know that Jack Campbell has been playing too well. Peter Morasic has been struggling as well. It, something's got to give, man. I got faith in my boys. I love these goalies. Defensively, the team's been a bit of a struggle. But, boys, we got the Russian bear. We got, was it, Ilya Labushkin? Labushkin, love yeah, yeah. it. I just, see fucking Russian names. I got that shit down. I love that. Give me the under minus one ten. Also, give me least on the money line minus one sixty. Boys, we we got a game here. We got the Wild against the Maple Leafs. They're both outdoors teams here. You know what you do for outdoors <laughs> outdoors games here. You go out. you go over and out. You go take the over here. I love the over six and a half at minus one ten. Wild have ten four. Straight. <laughs> Five straight over games. <laughs> Three straight. Uh, four of the past five have gone over. Uh, nine of their past 11 home games have gone over. You know, we said, said the last show that maybe they'll want to play more defensive after after losing to the Canadians. That didn't really happen with... Uh, they took 42 shots on that, allowed 30. Uh, Minnesota can score. They've been giving up goals to. They give up four to the Senators, seven to the Wild, six to the Panthers, six to Winnipeg. Jesus, this is a lot of bad defense there for the, for the Wild. So, yeah, I love the over here at six and a half. And if I picked a side, I'd probably lean just to the dog here, but I, I do feel like the Leafs are going to win. I, I don't know if plus 135 is enough there. So over six and a half for the uh, outdoors game here. 
Well, I was uh, spewing hatred and filth and bile and vitriol against the Leafs on uh, Monday when they uh, they couldn't seal the deal against the Jackets. I, I think I might have slotted them back above the Red Wings in my, my hate list. Um, but you know what? Wilder's still number one of my hated teams. So this is a tough one. I'm gonna, just going to go over. I'm, I'm leaning to the Wild, though, because uh, the Leafs, you know, I, I uh, they're just playing like shit the past few games. Um especially against the the worst teams like the Habs and the Blue Jackets. Maybe they're just playing down their competition and the Wild are good enough for them to really get up for this game. I don't know. So I'm probably not going to bet it, but I do lean to the Wild. Uh, and Muzzin out is a big concern because the Leafs have uh, a real lack of defensive defensemen now. Um, they don't have that physical presence. Maybe Labushkin can uh, help that out a little bit. but TJ Brody. Ah, he's all stick. He's all stick. He's all stick. He doesn't have a, you know, that kind of uh yeah, yeah, meanness, yeah. meanness, you know. Um anyway, my stronger play here is the over, like Ryan, over now 10-4 Hong Kong. <laughs> um because both goalies have been playing like shit, especially if we get Tam Cal- Cam- Tam Calbot. <laughs> Tam Talbot. Cacken <Tam> Tal- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. has been confirmed for tomorrow. Oh, is it? Oh yeah! Oh shit! All right. Well, hmm. I might under baby, the... under yeah. six point five. <laughs> That's fucking goal. Cackman uh, has hasn't been great recently. Give up three and four in his last two starts. True, 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 true. Okay, I mean, I'll I'll stick with it. I mean, I had all these numbers prepared for Tam Calvert, but uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, the Wild, I know we have a, I said the last show that they're actually second best in the league since Christmas, um, defensively five on five. But it doesn't matter when you're goaltending this shit. And apparently uh, Kakin isn't any better than Calvert right now. So I'm going to go over six and a half. Uh, right. The Leafs are, are terrible defensively right now. And uh, I think that they can at least get some offense going to push this over. And uh, yeah, that, that's where I'm going. Six and a half. I got a couple bonus plays here, boys. Uh, if you're looking for power play goals, give me the over on this. Leafs have the best power play in the NHL, sitting at 30.4%. And uh looks like Minnesota is 30th in the league for penalty minutes total per game, averaging about 10.8. So I love that play itself there as well. Uh, yeah, give me the fucking penalty minutes, the uh, power play goal total. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh, New Jersey on the money line, paying off plus 255. Pittsburgh on the money line, minus 330. Pittsburgh on the puck line, paying off minus 145. The over-under is sitting at 6.5. Over paying off plus 100. The under paying off minus 120. Oh, shit, like... How many different ways can you play Pittsburgh here, right? Like Penguins team total, Penguins puck line, love that burp, Penguins regulation. Uh, give me all that. Over, under, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I feel like, so it's minus 120 for the under 6.5. If a lot of people bet that and you see it drop down to six, I would love the over, the pushes in play, but I just don't see it happening, man. So I don't know. I'll keep my eyes out for an under, but I'm going to pass on the over, under. I'm talking myself into a uh, devil's play here, especially at plus 255. That's that's such a such a big line. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's expected to come back, expected to get uh, Jesper Brad as well. So that's some depth there. It, it, it's tough because Pittsburgh did just beat them 4-2 in New Jersey. Now they're going back to Pittsburgh. 
where the Penguins actually aren't even that much better at home. They're 14-7-5 and and 17-6-3 and and on the road. So kind of split there. I, I do lean to the Devils just because there's some value there. Um, they both really haven't played in more than, three, more than three days. Devils haven't played in a week. Uh, Pittsburgh is 5-0-0 oh, oh, on three days rest or more, so that's kind of giving me some pause there. But I think, like, if, if you go for Pittsburgh here, you have to go for the puck line. Um, eight of the Devils' 13 losses in their last 17 games have been by two or more goals, including their last five. Um, Pittsburgh has 11 wins in regulation out of 14 wins since Christmas. All were all were by at least two goals. So if you like if you like the Penguins here, I would recommend the puck line. But I could see the, the Devils pulling out a sneaky win here, especially at plus 255. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning that way too. Uh, I'm not confident enough to bet it, but Speaking of teams playing down in their competition, I think the Penguins do that as well. They don't they don't really blow a lot of teams out, and uh, they they tend to play these close games. That's why their ATS record is uh, twenty five and twenty seven. So, uh, and they're usually favorites. So that's why that's the case. So, Rick, I don't have much on this game. I mean, I, I expect it to go over. Uh, the books do too. Six and a half plus one hundred. Uh, I mean, uh, we don't have a what's the guy's name akira schmidt or whatever in net so uh, we're missing that angle <laughs> i mean if it's jari in that i don't i don't like the over, over as much but yeah it's just all about uh um who gets confirmed i guess um yeah i, I don't have a strong feeling for this game at all maybe maybe uh devil's puck line if anything just get that plus one and a half and hope for a tight game at the end of the third period I forgot to throw in a few nerd stats here. Uh, over each oh, of the fuck. team's past 10 games, the Devils have a better expected goals for at 5-on-5 five five at 52.33. Pittsburgh's right there at 50.36, but the Devils have been playing better than their record recently, so th- uh, that makes me lean more towards that play. All right, all right. That sums it up here. Uh, moving on down, what do we got? I just kept scrolling. I messed up the sheet. Uh, we got the Washington Capitals at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York at 7 p.m. Uh, Washington on the money line paid out plus 110. Uh, New York on the money line is paying out minus 130. Over-under is currently sitting at 6. Over paying out plus 105. The under, minus 125. Jolie, what the hell do you got here, bud? Well, when you're betting Rangers games, you're basically betting on Sturkin or uh, against the guys around them. <laughs> everything, everything to do with the Rangers is to do with their goaltending and their power play, I guess. But if you shut down the power play and you score a few goals on Shesterkin, you're probably going to win the game because the rest of the team is not playing as well as the uh, as their record suggests. I mean, they're what second in the Metro, third in the Metro, very close to the Canes too. So. They're clearly getting the wins, but uh, it's it's all on the the back of their goaltender. I mean, he's clearly the the runaway favorite to win the Vesna right now. I think he's only like what, plus one twenty, something like that. Um, that said, I I gotta I gotta go against him. You know, when you just look, you dive into the numbers, you see the Rangers like sixth worst expected goals against since Christmas, and uh, like bottom ten expected goals for. Uh, you just gotta hope that you that you can get a few goals. I mean, we got. We got Ovechkin back. Um, of course, Oshie's still out. Backstrom should be good to go. Um, yeah, the, the the Capitals are the better teams. Just the Rangers have the better special teams and the better goaltending. And I'll take the better team five on five uh, and to win this game. I'm going to give me plus money. I mean, the Rangers haven't exactly um, 
put the world on fire. I mean, when they win, they win these close games. So if you just give me plus 110, I'll, I'll take that bet. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm right there with you. I mean, you said it best. You're either betting on Shostakhin or betting against everyone around them. And the Rangers haven't played, or no, the Capitals haven't played. It'll be a week that, since they played last Thursday. So maybe they'll have some rust there, but I, I think I have to lean to the dog here. Maybe go for the under, especially just make sure uh, Shostakhin's starting first just because the Rangers have played a lot of low-scoring games. They've had, what, three straight unders and five of their past six. So I could see a nice two-on, three-two game here between between these two uh, metropolitan teams. So I lean under, but it's pretty close to a pass game for me. I'll, I'll second that. I also love the under. Uh, Capitals are awesome, great defensively, and that's a kind of like a hedge, right? Because if Shesterkin's being on, on one, uh, and the, the game's going to likely go, go under. So yeah, under and the Caps for me too. Boys, I love what we're all saying here. I fucking love the under in this game. We have some fantastic goaltending with Igor Shosturkin. Uh, either if it's Sorokin or Vanacek, both have been half decent this year. And like Joel brought up, Washington is an excellent defensive team. Uh, I also, I fucking love the caps on the money line here at plus 110 dogs. Uh, boys, they're away record, 15, 16, 5, and 4. This is a team better on the road than they are at home, and significantly too. Uh, also, their division record is sitting at nine three and one this year. Those are pretty good numbers, man. I'm liking what I see out of Washington in this game. It's pretty big. Uh, fuck yeah, man! I'll ride with you, boys, with the Caps at plus one ten. Let's go. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. All right, moving down to the 8.30 p.m. slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Let's go. Uh, coming off that big win against the Panthers. Got to pump those tires. Love it. Dallas money line's paying off plus 130. Nashville on the money line, minus 150. The over-under is currently sitting at 5.5. Uh, both over-under playing minus 110. Uh, boys, I got to say right now, if you're not betting Nashville on this game, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, okay? We got Dallas on the second half of a back-to-back. They're playing Winnipeg the first game. Then they're flying out to Nashville from Dallas, I should say. But still, I love the Preds on this. Give me Preds on the money line, minus 150. They're fired up, man. They just beat the best, one of the best, if not the best team in the absolute goddamn league in uh, Florida. This could be a bit of a mid-season, mid-season tire pump for Nashville. Get on a bit of a roll. Get the momentum going. Give her like a good 10, 15 games and kind of ride things into the playoffs, man. Give me fucking Nashville on the money line, minus 150. Also, I like the over. I think I have to ride with you. It's tough to handicap because we're recording this on Wednesday before uh, Dallas's game. So we're not going to see what they're doing against Winnipeg. But either way, they're they're on no day's rest. It's going to be Braden Holpe for them, who 
allowed three goals in his last start and five goals in the start before that. So should be a, a rested UC Saros for the Predators. Um, so you have to lean that way. Minus 150 isn't too bad. So I'll take the Predators at minus 150 in this one. Yeah, I lean Predators as well. Uh, like you said, it's kind of hard with the starts about to play the Jets. And we haven't seen that game yet. So uh, for this game, it makes it difficult. But yeah, I'll, I'll lean uh, to the Preds as well. It might be a bit of a letdown spot after beating the Panthers. But then again, this is a team that can get hot and win a few in a row. And, and we saw them being a little streaky too. After the All-Star break, they lost a few in a row as well. Um, yeah, this is another one I don't have a very strong feeling for. But if I had to choose, I would lean to the Preds here and the under actually with the uh, Saros coming back into form. And uh, I think Holtby can make enough saves to keep this under uh, five and a half. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Uh, fuck the Kraken, by the way. Also, Boston money line paid off minus 230. Seattle in the money line, plus 185. Uh, Boston puck line, a nice plus 120. The over-under currently sitting at six. Uh, over paid off plus 105. The under, minus 125. Ryan, what do you got here, dude? Operation Fade the Kraken is is back in full effect here. They've, they've lost it. five in a row, six of their past seven, um, what, eight of their past ten, including one in Boston, where they, they actually played fairly well, but Boston pulled out the uh, 3-2 win. So I like the Bruins here a lot. Um, money line's too much. I don't like the puck line because the Bruins do play a lot of one-goal one wins here, but I do like the regulation at minus 145. Um also, you got Brad Marchand coming back from his suspension. Get Ooh. a uh, anytime goal scorer Brad Marchand bet in there as well. Love that. Yeah, the the nerds are they took a big hit with the Kraken this year. Um, they're third worst in terms of uh, money line betting. Um, the only teams worse are Philadelphia and Montreal. So, if you bet a hundred dollars in every Seattle game, you'd be down fifteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred seventy three dollars. Uh, so that's not good. Uh, they're clearly overrated by the market, overrated by uh, whatever conglomerates are, are are betting them based on their elite five-on-five five metrics. Um, but it hasn't worked out, mostly thanks to Grubauer. So we can't uh, can't hit him too hard for that because nobody saw his collapse coming like this. Uh, that said, Boston, yeah, coming into town, uh, Kraken are, are not even that playing that great. Uh, at least before, they could just blame the goalie, but past few games, it was like to- look like total trash uh, against the Canucks, against the Islanders especially. Um, they did look okay against the Flames, I guess, but uh, that was mostly just Grubauer keep them in the game for once. So that was a bit of a backwards thing there. And uh, what did you say? Is Barshan back for this game yet or no? Uh, he should be. Yeah, Eligible yeah, Thursday. All right. So Marshawn's back. Uh, team should be fired up to get him, get him going, uh, get some money back. Uh, yeah, there's no way to take the crack in here. I don't know what you're smoking if you think there's an angle on them. <laughs> yeah, smoking I'm crack. <laughs> you're smoking crack if you're betting the crack in. And normally that's a good thing, but it's not today because I'm fucking right there with you. I love Boston in this game. And contrary to Ryan, I do like the Bruins puck line here. Okay, so like statistically, it says do not take Bruins puck line when they're playing shitty teams. They've been one goal games. Look at their past couple of records against Ottawa, Arizona kind of speak out. Even Seattle last time they played like two weeks ago. 
I boys, I just see Boston coming in here and beating the fucking wheels off Seattle. They're going to be fired up. They got their boy. He's their unofficial captain, Brad Marchand back. I love it. I see Bruins puck line here at plus money. I'll fucking take that all day long. Plus 120. Uh, you guys talked about a Marchand, you know, anytime goal scorer. I think just because Brad's back, I think we're going to see like a Bergeron anytime goal scorer, man. It's going to be a gritty goal. Marchand's going to be doing something stupid, cross-checking someone in the fucking teeth in the corner, and a couple people are going to go to it. And then uh, Bergeron's going to slip a puck in the net when nobody's looking. So I love that play. Give me Patrice anytime goal scorer, and also give me the Bruins on the puck line. Uh, moving down again to the 10 p.m. slot. We got the Calgary Flames against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, it's at 10 p.m. Calgary money line's paying off minus 160. Vancouver on the money line plus 135 over under sitting at 5.5. Oh, I can't believe the money line for Calgary is only minus 160. Holy shit! Uh, over under is at 5.5. Overpay minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what do you got here, bud? First of all, was that an attempt at a Vancouver accent? What were you doing there, Vancouver? <laughs> A Vancouver? I don't know. What do you guys sound like talk? out there in BC? I don't like, know. You talk to me almost every day. I'll, I'll just say ums and butts a lot. That's my Vancouver accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm surprised you as well uh, about the minus 160 line. Um, I already bet it. Minus 155. So th- this line is already on the move. Uh, uh, I mean, the Flames are just, they're just uh, tearing everyone apart right now. Uh, and the Canucks, they're they're inconsistent. Uh, we saw them play a very good game against the Kraken the other night, but uh, they also put up a lot of stinkers. So uh, I don't know why they deserve to be this tight with them on the line. Um, yeah, this is and this is a huge game for Markstrom, of course, coming back to Vancouver. Big uh, big angle there. Vancouver didn't pay him, so. Uh, He's got to be fired up, but not that he needs to be. I mean, he's playing awesome almost every game, so that's not a huge deal. And, yeah, I mean, the, the Flames, they're just uh, number one, number two in the league since Christmas in terms of uh, expected goals for. And defensively, they're, they're, their defensemen are not exactly the best, but they're playing great team defense, and their forwards are doing a lot of help with that. Uh, a lot of good two-way players in that team, so... Yeah, all over the Flames here. I can't find anything that makes me want to back the Canucks. Uh, even looking at the injury report, I mean, the Flames, literally no injuries to report. Um, so, yeah, it's the Flames all the way here. Yeah, this line is just, like, completely disrespectful to the Flames. They, they've won 10 in a row. They started that streak against Vancouver. In those 10 games, they're outscoring opponents 42 to 15. So that's an average of Holy 4.2 shit. to 1.5 goals goals per game. They haven't given up more than three in their past eight games. They've given up one, one, two, 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 zero. So, yeah, you got Marshman going back to Vancouver. It could you could see a goalie game here with Demko as well. But I mean, Calgary's just been been scoring so much. Even not not the past two games, but they had a few games in a row of five or more in in five straight. So, you got to go with Calgary here, especially get that line before it moves up any higher. Minus one sixty. I could see even minus one seventy, minus one seventy five being worth it. Or at that point, look at the regulation or the puck line. I do like the first period over one and a half as well. It's hit in seven out of the last ten for both teams. Calgary's outscored teams 13-6. Vancouver's been outscored 13-10. So maybe maybe a Calgary uh, first period money line as well. But I like the first period total over and the Flames here. Ryan took the words out of my mouth, man. Everything you just said there. I love Calgary in the money line, minus 160. Also, whoop, whoop. 
That's the sound of Golden Games. We're fucking back, boys. I love Markstrom coming into Vancouver, trying to shove one up their hoop and playing his ass off. Also, Thatcher Demko's been really fucking good lately, boys. Ever since Brujo kind of uh, got hired out there in Vancouver, he's been playing his lights out here. So if you're giving me the under, I know 5.5 isn't that high, but at plus 100, fuck it. I'll take that, man. I love the under in this game. And uh, yeah, Calgary Moneyline, fuck, like you said, they won 10 games in a row. This team has been looking like an absolute wagon with the addition of uh, Toffoli to... I don't know. I love it. I love the Flames here, minus 160. And yeah, I'll sprinkle the under. Seems like a fun bet. Uh, moving down here to the 10.30 p.m. slot. Last game we got on the Thursday slate. We got the New York Islanders against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, New York money line paying off minus 135. San Jose on the money line, plus 115. Over under currently sitting at 5.5. Uh, over is paying off plus 100. The under, minus 120. Boys, I... I kind of like San Jose here. Like, New New York's, I guess they've been playing like shit all year, but they should be a better team. San Jose isn't that terrible. They're a mid-team. They're MJF mid, okay? Middle of the pack, not great. I'll take them plus money at home. A, not a great home record, 11-11-3. Uh, New York's road record is 9-10-3. San Jose is also on a seven-game losing streak. I just saw that. I don't love that. But fuck it, that's got to break sometime, right? I'll uh, I'll go with my nerd, the nerd that I hate the most, James Reimer with the San Jose Sharks. Give me fucking Sharks on the money line, plus 115. The Islanders are just completely playing for any playoff lives or playoffs hope they really have this season. They uh, dominated in Seattle. I feel like they're going to do the same in San Jose. You said San Jose has lost seven in a row. They just have not been a good team recently. Uh, in each of their past 10 games, the Islanders have a top 10 expected goals for at five on five at 51.6%. San Jose is the second worst at 43.67% due to a uh, expected goals against per 60 of 3.31, which is the worst in the league over that span. Second worst is 2.9. So that's qu- quite a big gap there for San Jose just playing poorly here. They they can't seem to really get, get anything done even when they outshot the Ducks. The Ducks still beat them in a shootout on Tuesday. So I feel like the Islanders are a better team. They're, they're playing better recently. And, and I like them here on the money, money line at uh, minus 135. Yeah, I think these are teams that are going in uh, two different directions. Uh, for Islanders, they got uh, Ryan Pollock back, so that that's good news for them. They finally got some um, that that first line deep pairing back, which is important for them. They're getting uh, better better defensive numbers in the past uh, couple months too, uh, all the way up to number seven in the league expected goals against. And offensively, they're actually at 16th, which is actually pretty impressive. Considering the numbers, guys, they usually hate the Islanders. So being mid-pack is great for them. Uh, I know Sharks, of course, we said it. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. This is exactly what we thought they'd be at the beginning of the year. They're finally turning into that team. And, yeah, with, without Carlson, they don't even have that that puck-moving power from the back end. You know, Burns, Burns, is uh, he's, he's kind of lost a touch, too. And he can't play defense. So, yeah, it's it's all about the Islanders here. Uh you're crazy, Tom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need more than plus 115 to tempt me into the Sharks to break their their losing skid against the Islanders here. I think the Islanders can keep rolling with this with this win here in San Jose. I think you're all fucking nuts. All right, moving out of the Friday game slate here. Boys, we got six games on the Friday. As of time of recording, we do not have lines out. Uh, we'll run through the game, see if there's anything that we do like, you know, maybe potentially. 
Uh, starting things off at the 7 p.m. docket, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, what is this? Columbus is going to be on a back-to-back here, no? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they play Florida the night before. Yo, they're going to get fucking caved by Carolina. Uh, Carolina money line. Carolina team total. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Give me Carolina power play if you can find it. Carolina shots. Uh, Carolina opening face off. And uh, Patrick Laine overshot total because that's been working out for me lately. Let's fucking go. You really have to go with Carolina here. They'll probably be close to minus 300 like the like the Panthers are against Columbus on, on uh, Thursday night. Uh, Columbus on, on no day's rest this season has not been very good. 2-4-0. Uh, all six games have gone over the total, so I'll probably be looking for the over there. Carolina scored four or more in three straight, all three straight overs. We talked about how Columbus has been able to score goals while also giving up goals for the uh, Panthers game. They've had a lot of, lot of overs in a row, so I'll look to the over here and probably Carolina puck line. You probably need to get that to even get down to like minus 120 or 130 odds. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're playing one great team to another. Uh, and it's not like we're going to be another shootout, especially if we get our friend Berube in that for this one. I mean, Corpus L's out for a while yet. So Merzlikens or Berube in these two games. Um, uh, yeah. You can only look at the, the Hurricanes here. Uh, they had a bit of a rough start after the All-Star break, but they're coming back into form, winning uh, a, a few games. Uh, they beat the, the Penguins the other night as a dog. It's probably see them as a dog, but that was a nice win. And, yeah, the Blue Jackets are still a bad team, despite beating the Leafs. So, all over the Canes here. There, there's no other way to look. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati bettors fell one game short. Unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap, PropSwappers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets, like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, moving down to the APM slide here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, it is at 8 p.m. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, bud? Buffalo looked like they were playing better there for a little bit. They beat the Islanders, beat the Canadians, but since then they lost three straight. They're going into Montreal on Wednesday night, so maybe depending how that game goes, see how they look. But I mean, you have to you have to lean with the Blues, even though they kind of are frauds here. But they've been winning four of their past five. They scored uh, 22 goals in those five games, so that's could be looking for the over there. Maybe a team total over. Yeah, you gotta go St. Louis at home. It's gonna be another high line, so maybe look at look at a puck line. They've won all their past four wins have been by at least two goals. So go for the puck line on the blues. 
Uh, Philly Huso is 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 playing like uh, a world beater right now. He's playing a bit like Bennington a few years ago when he came into the league. Uh, he's number three in terms of uh, goals expected, goals above expected. So that that's a really good number. I mean, the only two above him are Shosturkin and Freddie Anderson. So that just shows how well Huso's playing this year. I I think he'll come back to earth just like Bennington did, but it might not be for a few few games yet. And yeah, you got to look at the Blues here. We'll see what happens with the Sabres Canadians game tonight. Uh, but uh, my, I think the strongest play here would be maybe the Blues team total, probably over three and a half. Uh, they they they've shown they can score. They got some goal scoring talent, even if they don't have the uh, expected goals numbers you'd like a good team to have. And the Sabres don't have good goaltending, so that that that's where I would look right now. Maybe a Blues Canes parlay is, <laughs> is also another good look. <laughs> Yeah, I see this being like a what, like a minus one fifty blues puck line or something. It's probably not going to be paying off that well. But I mean, if you had to make a play, that's probably it. As well as maybe blues team total, whatever it might be. I don't know. There's not going to be a lot of money to be found in this game. So just take the over. Hope for fucking goals. Don't watch this game. Okay, if you're sitting there looking for something to watch at eight o'clock on a Friday night, don't fucking put on a Buffalo Sabres St. Louis Blues game. But if you are putting it on, take the over. Uh, moving down to the 8.30 p.m. slot, we got the New Jersey Devils against the Chicago Blackhawks. Another shit game. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like you might get some sleeper money on Chicago on the money line here. Like, What's their home record? Let me take a look. Do, do, do. At home, they're... That's not great. 8-13-4. They're currently on a three-game losing streak. Uh, New Jersey on the road, though, 7-15-2, currently on a two-game losing streak. I don't know. Fuck it. Give me a, give me the Blackhawks at home here on the money line. Yeah, this is just a complete garbage game here. Devils being on a back-to-back after uh, playing in Pittsburgh. So on a back-to-back, they're 2-5-2 this season. Six of those nine games have gone over. So maybe I'll lean to the over here. But you could see Flurry steal something. But Blackhawks are not playing well. Probably a pass game, especially having no idea what the line is. Mm, yeah, I, I would take the Blackhawks here, given the fact that the Devils are on the back-to-back and and they're going to be in a fight against the Pittsburgh Penguins because, like you said, we were, we're going to be uh, invested in a close game there. So coming to Chicago and uh, interconference foe, they're not going to be up for this game like they might be for the Penguins. So, yeah, I, I like Chicago here to take care of them. I imagine they they start Blackwood on Thursday and, uh, I don't know, Schmidt or Gillies or whoever on Friday. So, at this point, I, I would take Chicago as well. All right. So, what happens to your wood when it gets frozen? It, it turns black. black. It goes black. <laughs> And what happened to the guy that got his dick frozen in the Olympics? They lost. So I fucking love Chicago in that game even more, baby. That's the fucking mindset we're going for. Moving down to the 9 p.m. slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. I don't know, Joel. What do you got here, bud? What are your abs going to do without McKinnon? <laughs> oh, they're going to keep winning, of course, uh, with or without him. Um Team is strong up and down the lineup. We don't have that depth problem we had a couple of years ago, uh, especially on the back end. Awesome defensemen. They, they're the strength of this team right now. Um, so, yeah, McKinnon's not going to make a huge difference. I know the Jets are playing 
Better, we'll see how they do against the Stars tonight. I think I'm going to end up betting the Jets, even though the line uh, already got away from me. I should have bet them earlier. Uh, anyway, this game, I like the over as well. Uh, even without McKinnon there, I think there's enough firepower both teams. Um, let's see, do the Avalanche play on Saturday? I'm going to assume uh, yes. Do they? Uh, they do yes, not. They do. Oh, yeah, they do. They got Vegas Saturday. Shit. Okay, so Camper's going to be playing Saturday. So it'll likely be Francois and um, Francois. Yeah, Francois. <laughs> <laughs> Francois. Uh, he'll likely get the start here. I mean, he's okay. He's a good backup, but he's not Kemper. Uh, so I, I like the over best in this game, I think. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll lean to the over here just because both teams can put up goals. And, and Hellebuck is a good goalie, but they he hasn't been great this season. He's had a few good starts here and there. Yeah, I gotta go with the over. I mean, both teams are playing tonight, so we have to see how those games go. But Colorado's just amazing at home too, twenty-one, three and two. Winnipeg's not bad on the road. Oh, yeah, they are. Nine, nine, ten and seven. <laughs> so maybe they'll maybe they'll push it to overtime. But you got to go with the Avs here. Probably maybe an Avs and over parlay. Yeah, the over is definitely the way to go. Um, Colorado, what they're sitting at second in the league for total goals per game, and those away record for Winnipeg, like. They struggled early, man. They struggled hard. They've been a better team as of late. Not a great team, but they've been a better team. I don't know. I see them scoring a couple goals here. So I love the over in that play, even without McKinnon. Uh, also, maybe like Colorado regulation, if it's paying off decently. Like I'd, I'd like to see the Avalanche win here. Uh, moving down, boys, to the 9.30 p.m. slot. Gentlemen, we got the Fake-ass Vegas Golden Knights against the real-ass homeless Arizona Coyotes <laughs> at 9.30 p.m. Boys, you know what that means? It means Arizona on the money line. Fuck the Knights. I love the Coyotes in this game. Fucking Vegas is going to be like, oh, we're going to go in and we're going to stomp the shit out of Arizona. No, you're not, baby. No, you're not. Jacob Chickard's looking for a trade. Phil Kessel's going to score 20 goals. Fuck Vegas. Jack Eichel? Yeah, might as well be Jack No Ball Shit Cool. I don't know. <laughs> Give me the fucking Yotes here on the money line. I love the dogs. It's going to be paying off big. Going to be plus 300, plus 350. I fucking love it. Give me the Yotes. Yotes, Yotes, Yotes. Desert dogs as the dogs at home in the fucking desert. Yeah, it could be a look ahead spot too for the Knights. They play uh, the Avalanche the next day. So we'll probably get Lanner against the Avalanche and. Uh... What's his face against the Coyotes? So maybe look, maybe look for the over as well. But I, I, I can't take the Coyotes. They're just they beat the Stars, <laughs> but got outshot. They've been getting outshot a lot recently. I mean, we'll see how they do against the Kings. I'm on them tonight, but yeah, gotta go with with the with the favorite here, Vegas Golden Knights, even on the road. Say it ain't so. The Oats are getting outshot. <laughs> 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 no, I, I think one of these one of these two big favorites are going to end up losing. Uh, whether it's the Avalanche, or the Knights, you know, there's that look at spot angle. We'll see. I hope it's the, the Knights, of course, uh, but I'm not confident enough to bet that. Uh, I don't know. This is the this is a toughie. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass this one. Oh, there it is. Guy passes on the Arizona Vegas game. Get the fuck out of here. I guarantee you will not be watching this game. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. At, it was at 9.30 <laughs> on a Friday night. Definitely would not be watching that game. 
Uh, oh shit! Sorry, give me one sec here. Okay, moving down, we got the at the 10 p.m. slate. Last game on the Friday docket, we got the Los Angeles Kings against the Anaheim Ducks. Boys, game itself is in Anaheim. This has potential to be a tight game here, man. Like when I'm looking at it right now, I don't know. Like Ducks, I want to say Ducks because I think they're gonna be good. But you know what? I'm gonna bet the most. I'm gonna bet the draw. Whatever the draw is, give me the fucking draw. I think it's going to go into overtime here. We had a couple division teams. What are these guys' division records? I'm sure they're decent. Uh, on the division, it's looking like 5-5-1 five, five, and one for LA and 9-5-3 and three for Anaheim. Shit, so that might shove that out of my hoop. But fuck it. I love the draw here. Beautiful play. Draw, draws a good look here. I mean, these two teams are on, on the cusp of a wild card spot in, in the West and the Pacific as well. So should be a hard, hard fought game. You could see the California rivalry pick up a little bit. It's at the Quack Palace, so I want to lean towards the Ducks. But the Kings have been playing really good hockey really since 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 Christmas. We've been talking about it. They've won uh, for their past five. They should win in Arizona tonight. So it'll be five of their past six. They've been scoring goals. So maybe look for uh, if it's at five and a half, take the over. But I, I do like to draw play as well because these are these they're not going to give an inch. You could see these two teams go even to a shootout. Right. These California rivalry games are kind of underrated, especially by those on the East Coast. Don't know what's going on. But uh, we saw that with the Ducks-Sharks the other night. That was a very spirited affair. And, uh, yeah, that one went to overtime. So the draw is a good look, I think. Uh, very sharp review talent there. Um but uh, these two teams are a bit better than the Sharks, so I'm looking forward to watching this one, actually. Um, it should be a closely contested contest, but in the end, I think the the Kings come ahead in this one. Uh, they, they're just a better team altogether, more well-rounded, and the Ducks goaltending is not looking good lately. And if the Ducks aren't getting the goaltending, uh, they're, they're not going to win a lot of games. I mean, they beat the Sharks, but I think they're a bit lucky in that one. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm on the Kings in this one or Kings or the draw, depending <laughs> on the line, maybe you get the big Take plus, both. plus three fifty on the draw. Exactly. And then something like, uh, Kings in regulation on the other side and just, yeah. All right, boys, that covers up our Friday slate there. Uh, we'll move down to our mortal locks, dogs and totals here. Jolie read off where we currently stand, <laughs> bud. Bit of fucking weight being gained here. Are you scared or what? <laughs> sure well talent's at minus 8.32 he he gained a couple units he thinks he's the big deal he's still behind by like <laughs> 13 so i'm not worried ryan's at minus 21.71 poor fucking guy and i'm at plus 5.57 so I, I i built a bit of a buffer over over uh over uh the neutral zone um but uh lost a bit of ground on talent i guess if you consider uh 13 units being um, <laughs> a ground he can make up. <laughs> All right. We'll jump into this here. Ryan, you've had a tough goal last week, man. Why don't you kick us off here? But I got a good feeling you're going to hit hard this week. Uh, I appreciate that, Talon. Uh, for my lock, I have the Bruins in regulation, uh, minus 145 in Seattle. Operation Fade the Kraken is in full effect. Love Boston ha- had that win against Colorado. I think going to have Marshan back and go in there and roll. My dog is the Flames on the puck line, plus 155 in Vancouver. I feel like that's a, a disrespectful line on the money line and on the puck line. They've been blowing out teams recently during their winning streak. So plus 155, I like that a lot. 
And my total, uh, Blue Jackets, Panthers, over 6.5, minus 130. Get it while it's at 6.5. Take it at 7 for plus money. Going to be tons of goals scored in this game. For myself, I'm going to go with the easy one, in my opinion. The Flames, minus 160 against the Canucks. That's just a disrespectful line. doesn't matter if it's in Vancouver. Flames starting a road trip uh, against a team that's very inconsistent and uh, not very good most of the time. So, uh, yeah, back in Markstrom as well in that uh, against this old team. My dog, I'm going to take the Capitals, plus 110 against the Rangers. Just, just going to take the numbers, the better team, the better stats, and hope that Chesterkin doesn't uh, kick my ass. And total, we're going to go with uh, the Wild Leafs over 6.5 and minus 110. A little disappointed that it's Katkinen instead of Talbot, but whatever. The Leafs' defense sucks. Goaltending's starting to suck, too. And uh, and the Wild have been involved in a bunch of overs lately. So, uh, yeah, it's curious how Katkinen isn't getting more starts, considering he's playing much better than Talbot, at least over the whole of the season. But anyway, over 6.5 is my uh, best bet for the total. For my personal opinion, I would like to say Joel sucks for hating on my Leafs. Uh, for my lock pick, I would like to take Nashville Moneyline versus Dallas minus one fifty. Uh, Preds coming off or Preds coming off a massive win against Florida here. I think they're going to go on a bit of a run. Dallas on the second night of the back to back. I love the Preds here minus one fifty. Uh, for my dog, boys, Boston puck line minus versus Seattle at plus one twenty. Uh, yeah. Boston doesn't have a history of beating teams by two or at least shitty teams over the past couple of weeks, but come on. Bruins for Seattle. You got to take the Bruins on the puck line here. Uh, for my total, New Jersey-Pittsburgh under 6.5, minus 120. I feel like this is a high number, man, and I feel like Vegas is kind of feeling that way too with a minus 120. Um, I don't know. Like Pittsburgh is a powerhouse, yes. Jersey's been struggling to score though lately, man. So under 6.5, I absolutely love that play. Uh, boys, as a consensus plays, we all, I think we all like Washington, didn't we, as dogs here? Yeah, we lean that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nashville, Moneyline, I think we're all there, too. Yeah, Dallas on the back-to-back. Panthers, Blue Jackets over. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Leafs over, too. I like the under, fuck you. Uh, Give me the under, baby, let's go, Jack Campbell season. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Flames. Uh, on the Bruins, too. Yo, the Flames is the play, though. That's oh, yeah. got to be it. Absolutely. Love that money line minus 160. Doesn't pay off too much, but still a decent play. All right. I think that covers it up here, boys. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. It's good. All right, guys. Well, uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. March Madness right around the fucking corner. And you know what? Shout out to all the boys that did a lot of good work for the USFL draft coverage there, man. I don't know if you guys tuned into any of it. It was absolutely fantastic. That's the kind of good shit you will get with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, man. That league did not televise their draft. The next best thing you had is you had that fucking network just kicking ass on it. So credit there. Uh, go check out the website, though, when it comes to basketball, college hoops, hockey, MMA, golf. Tons of good shit going on. From the sounds of it, things are looking pretty optimistic about the baseball season, too. So keep an eye out for that. We'll have some MOB picks out, I imagine so. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the fucking Slack group. Love that goddamn Slack group. We're going to be firing it up pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure tonight we'll be bumping. If you're not in there, guys, get in the Slack channel, dude, especially the hockey channel. Absolute blast. Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. Shout out to all of our friends and pals. 
Yeah, you can get the Slack group at sg.pn slash Slack. You can hit up me on Twitter, uh, Talon on Twitter, not Joel on Twitter. You can have the Hockey Gambling Podcast account on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Got to plug that top of the show. And uh, make sure you follow and subscribe and rate and review the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we do have a new review for this this show here. Oh, uh, yeah. it's, from, it's from Loopy Loss 33 Love this show. Five stars. One of my favorite shows. Checkmark emoji. Money bag emoji. Simple. <laughs> straight, straight to the point. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, what that's a review i love it that's simple it. straight to the point fucking yeah. beautiful <laughs> i thought the review was just gonna be five stars love the show simple as that <laughs> hey we'll, we'll take that too fuck yeah guys leave some more reviews man get us pumping you know we'll give you a shout out if, if you leave us a review throw your twitter in there we'll give your twitter a shout out too give us some followers and shit fuck yeah man love reading that it pumps your tires here all right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You can find me working on my Vancouver accent. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ari. <laughs> Peace.